Hey, what's up? It's DeHuff. It's another episode of DeHuff Uncensored. Thank you guys so much for tuning in. Make sure you hit that subscribe button wherever you're listening. Also, if you want, you can watch me on YouTube. Just go to YouTube, search DeHuff Uncensored, and then hit that subscribe button. Today's podcast is presented to you by Superbook Sports, Total Beverage in Westminster and Thornton, as well as Blake Street Tavern. A lot of crazy headlines we're going to get to today. A lot of just crazy videos that are going around the internet that we're going to react to. So let's just jump right into it. Let's go! Let's go! And now, here are the headlines. <laughs> ben Phillips, at Ben Phillips 76 on Twitter, tweeted out a, a video where he, he combined two clips. One clip is from that movie with Leonardo DiCaprio, don't look up where they know an asteroid's coming and it's just like, how do people react? And it's not, it's very interesting when you watch it. The movie's kind of a weird movie. I, I guess I liked it, but it's just the way people react is kind of, people are dumb. People are dumb until it's the very last moment. Then people react the way that they should react. So he combines a clip from that movie with a real TV interview and it just makes your head want to explode. So let's, here we go. Sorry, are, we, are, are we not being clear? We're trying to tell you that the entire planet is about to be destroyed. Okay. okay. Um, well, it's, um, you know, just something we do around here. You know, we just keep the bad news light. Oh, you see, John, you're outside enjoying yeah. the sunshine. It's not too hot, is it? No, it's, it's absolutely lovely. It's, what, 20 degrees out here. It's perfect. But um, on a serious note, folks, um, by early next week, you can scratch 20 degrees. It could well be 40 degrees. I think there will be hundreds, if not thousands, of excess deaths early next week. Yeah. The charts that I can see in front of me are frightening. So we all like nice weather, but this will not be nice weather. This will be potentially lethal weather for a couple of days it'll be brief but it'll be brutal oh, so john, you know we can, we can oh, yeah. oh so this is so john i want us to be happy about the weather and every single i don't know whether something's happened to meteorologists to make you all a little bit fatalistic and <laughs> harbingers of doom because all of the broadcasts, particularly on on the bbc every time i've turned on anyone's talking about the weather they're saying that there's going to be Tons of fatalities. But haven't we always had hot weather, John? I mean, wasn't the 76, the summer of 76, that was as hot as this, wasn't it? Uh, no. Uh, and, you know, we are seeing more and more records, more and more frequently and more and more severely. Uh, so, yeah, some people always hop back to the summer of 76, which was a freak event 40-odd years ago, over 40 years ago. Uh, but heat waves are becoming more extreme. This is yet another one which is coming down the tracks towards us. And, you know, I don't think we should be too. Okay, anyway, so the video cuts off. But it's just funny because it's sad and funny because they're just like, no, let's ignore it. Just like in the, the movie, Don't Look Up, be like, we don't want to have a frown on our face. Uh -huh. Let's talk about makeup. <laughs> and like, dude, let's be serious a little bit. Let's let's not just go, hey, let's listen. I understand. I understand that the media likes to project negativity because fear sells. And we've talked about this before, but that, that's what it sells. And that's what they're going through right now is they're, they're having extreme heat out there and people are dying, which heat waves, that happens all the time. 
in in a heat wave wherever you're at there's going to be people that can't handle the heat and then they they pass on because of it but this is like this isn't normal for the UK the England area so for them to just be like oh stop we don't want to be Debbie Downers like well sometimes you need to be Debbie Downers and at least be like hey guys watch out for this now doesn't mean shut down the country and just lock everybody inside and turn on your ACs, but I get it. I get it. Trust me. I understand that there's times where the media blows shit out of proportion. That's that's what they do, and that's what how they get people to listen, but it is troubling when you hear something like this, and he's just trying to state the facts. Be like, listen, if, if it gets that hot, there's just going to be a lot more deaths coming, and they're like, oh... But don't talk about that. Uh-uh. Gross. Heck. Let's talk about something happy. Like, well, you got to get the information out there. So I get it. But whatever. Uh, real quick, did you know that insects probably can feel pain? Insects most likely have the central nervous control of, I don't know what the fuck it's called, but basically the detection of pain stimuli. And basically they can f- feel pain. And on another note, I don't really care. I'm still going to crush them, especially the ones that frighten me. Okay. I just had to pass that along. I saw that. It's kind of trending on Reddit. And I'm like, mm, yeah, still don't care. Still don't care. Speaking of death, here's a bad joke for you. The headline is a kitten born with two faces in Thailand dies after beating all the odds. M- me? I say, well, except for the living odds. You're welcome. <laughs> I'm sorry. I just saw that and I was just like, they didn't beat all the odds. You know what I'm saying? There was a guy playing with a shark with his family. Like they're on a boat somewhere and he's like playing with the shark. His kid's right there and he's just trying to be a tough dad and be like, ooh, look at me. Look at daddy playing with a shark. Now the shark's probably only about two feet long, but it's a shark. And I fucking hate sharks. And here's what happens. When you play with a shark, shit happens. So a lot of people reacting to this video are, are praising this, this father for being so calm and collected when, when he gets bit. But I want you to listen to this and you tell me, is he calm and collected? Maybe. There we go. Maybe. Now it doesn't want to fucking play. Are you fucking serious? Oh, my Lord. Now I got to hit refresh. Oh, Jesus. As soon as I hit refresh, it was like, hold on. Now I'm going to play. Now it's too late. Way to go, dickhead. Oh, my God. Here we go. Let me try to play it again. This is real life, people. Real life. There's just some sites that suck. Okay? This is one of those sites that sucks. Here we go. It's supposed to be playing any second now. Don't fight our boat! Don't fight our boat! Don't fight our boat! Damn it! I got off off my goddamn pinky. Fuck! (laughs) What do you expect? You sit there and you're you're fondling a shark and then you're like... And by the way, that's not calm and collected. No. Now, he is a little bit more, like, straight to the point, but I think a- any guy would be like that. I mean, like, what are you supposed to do? The, the thing fucking ate his pinky. He has no pinky. What a interesting way to, you know, it's kind of cool. You can, you know, as soon as the video fades off, 
people are going to be like, wow, how'd you lose your finger? It'd be like, it was a shark attack. I mean, that's kind of a cool way to say you lost a pinky. And let's be honest, you don't really need your pinky that much. If it was your thumb, that would suck. If it was your middle finger or your pointer, yeah, that would suck. The pink, maybe your ring finger. Yeah, you still need your ring finger. It's the pinky that isn't really as relevant. So listen, if you're going to lose a finger, the pinky, I guess, as somebody that has all his digits, I guess that's the one that you could lose. But here's the thing. Don't be a dumbass and play with sharks. That's what you get. It's the same people that play with like tigers and and, and lions or jump across the 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 boundaries at a zoo and then they're like, oh, fuck, the thing's going to attack me or it ripped my arms off. Well, no shit. What did you expect to happen? You played with a shark. It bit your fucking finger off. That's what happens. Okay? It's not the shark's fault. You're the one sitting there stroking it in front of your kids and be like, look, daddy's a hero. Fuck! God! I bit my fucking finger off. <laughs> I lost my fucking pinky. No kidding. You dumb fuck. <laughs> just, it just makes me mad. Just don't play with sharks. God. It's like people like playing with dynamite. Fuck, stupid, stupid dynamite blowing my hand off. Of course, if, you, if dynamite blew your hand off, it'd probably blow you up. Okay, you'd be done. I got more headlines coming your way, but first, summer is here, and there's no better time to make your first bet with Superbook Sports. Along with its usual vast betting menu, Superbook already has a lineup for every pro football game this fall. So when you make your first deposit on the Superbook app or sign up at Superbook.com, they're going to match 100% of your money up to $500. It's never too early to start thinking about football at Superbook Sports. So place your bet and start winning today. Visit Superbook.com for for terms and conditions. If you have a gambling problem, call 1-800-522-4700. This is Chris Fusley, owner of the Blake Street Tavern. This isn't your father's TV, sports fans. At the Blake Street Tavern, our beer garden comes fully equipped with beer, duh, award-winning food, and a ridiculous 6 by 10 foot TV. It's the Blake Street Tavern, where Denver watches sports. This is an interesting story. It's a bit of a mystery, and I'm going to read from the website ifuckinglovescience.com. They do a good job, but there's so much in, in this, and they do a good job of explaining it, and then I just want you to react to it at the end, okay? In 2009, or excuse me, I already fucked it up. In 2019, they, uh, a partially decomposed body of Jeffrey Merriweather was found underneath an inflatable mattress behind a house in southwest Atlanta, Georgia. The medical examiner wanted to send the body for extra testing, largely because they wanted to know how the body had decomposed so quickly. You see, a few weeks earlier, 32-year-old Mayweather, Merriweather, excuse me, had been seen alive during a shooting in East Point. Yet here his body was, nearly decomposed to the point that it was a, a skeleton. The family say the follow, say following the shooting, he didn't contact them to let them know that he was okay, nor to talk to his daughters. The office decided to send the body to St. Louis, a lab, via FedEx for only $32.61. By the way, side note, that seems like a great price. 
to send a body. This is all according to the Atlanta Journal-Constitution. The package became lost, and three years on, on there, there's still no trace of it, okay? So, so it's been three years. They can't find the fucking body. Now, according to ifuckinglovescience.com, legally speaking, it should not have been sent via FedEx in the first place. The U.S. Postal Service is the only postal service allowed to transport human remains. Good to know. If I need to send a body part to somebody, going to use the postal service. What's in the package, sir? Well, it's my left testicle. I decided I wanted to send it to somebody. Okay. All right. Just sign here. All right. Now, when the Atlanta Journal-Constitution tweeted out about the article that they wrote in regards to the the case last week, uh, this is what they wrote. A helpful social media manager, perhaps unfamiliar with the case, replied, I'm truly sorry you went through this experience. Please send a direct message so I can continue assisting you. Gabby. Yeah, they had no idea. The whole, I'm guessing that was just, they claimed that wasn't an auto reply, that that was an actual person. So then um, FedEx uh, came out and fully apologized. And there, there's more investigation going on with this whole situation. But here, here's the thing. Where did this end up? Where did the fucking body show up? Because I'm sorry, if it gets delivered to my house by accident, I open it up. Guess what I'm doing? I'm calling the police. Hey, got a weird package in the mail. Yes, sir. What's, what's in the package? Well, it's uh, human remains. Did you order human remains, sir? Nope. Can't say that I have. Did anybody in your family order human remains, sir? Hold on, let me check. Honey, kids, anybody order uh, human remains in the mail via FedEx? No? Okay. Yeah, they said no. Okay, that is weird. We'll be right over, okay? See, it just doesn't make sense. I don't understand why, where it ended up. Where the fuck did this end up? Somebody has to have it. And, you know, it's just creepy to think about, like, who ended up with this package? So fucking gross. Because, like, me or you, you get this package in the mail, you're like, no, fuck it, fuck it, fuck it. Nobody go near the package. <laughs> like, could you imagine opening that? How? Because you always get that little bit of excitement to be like, oh, boy. Of course, if, if I saw my name wasn't written on there, it was somebody else's name at a completely different, you know, uh, address. I'm not going to fucking open it. I'm wondering if somebody got it and ended up was just throwing it away because they were so lazy or something like that. Or they, they thought it was something. It was going to a laboratory. Maybe they thought it was drugs and they're like, yeah, let's get high off some laboratory drugs. And they open it up be like, oh, my God. Are we supposed to ground it up and smoke it? I don't understand. Todd, God damn it, no. Well, maybe. I don't know. You know, they're scientists. They're, they think outside the box. Anyway, I thought that was a weird story. First of all, I had no idea that you could send body parts or, you know, body tissue or anything via U.S. Postal Service. Not UPS, not FedEx. Who knew? Who knew? And how does that get lost and nobody finds it? Fucking bizarre. Hey, let's dive into the mailbag. So the other day, Joel Dreesen of the 
formerly of the Denver Broncos, used to be a tight end for the Denver Broncos, gave me a bunch of random topics to to hit on for the episode. And I, I sent him the video, uh, you know, of me doing the, the topics for the episode. And he's like, uh, thanks for humoring me. But I was kind of hoping with the KY Jelly story that you would have brought up, you know, Connery DeHuff banging Mike Evans's mom. Because that was the ongoing bit when I worked at the fan was you got to do Connery, Connery this, Connery that. And it always would go to me banging Mike's mom or Connery DeHuff, I should say, banging Mike's mom, which is is so funny. And Mike is a great sport about it. And it, it is weird, especially like when his mom's in town and I'm like, fuck, I don't, this is going to be weird. If she meets me, I'm going to have to fight her off with a stick, okay? She's going to be like, ooh, do Connery. <laughs> That's not what her voice sounds like at all. She'll be like, hi, honey, do Connery. Please, please, I beg you. And I'll be like, please, ma'am, let it go. It was a one-night stand, I swear to God. But it, it's funny because Connery is the most requested voice I get now. For a while, it was Cowboy to Huff, and which is always fun. And that's an easy, and I've talked about this before. That's one of the easiest voices I can go to. They're like, oh my God, look at the size of my balls. They're fucking huge. And that was just like, you know, Cowboy always has to bring up balls because he has huge balls, right? Because he wears tight pants and they just bulge out. And then, and then Connery is always talking about banging somebody's mom. If I'm around Mike Evans, it's always talking about banging his mom. And every now and then, somebody will get offended when I do the the Connery, be like, how's your mother? Because I banged her last night. And then they're like, my mom's dead. Like, then fuck off. Jeez, I'm sorry. It's a joke. God. Well, Connery's dead, too. Maybe they're banging up in heaven. That's right. I'm splooging all over the place. Wow, Connery, fuck. Trying to have a conversation with the great listeners of the podcast. He starts talking about spooge. Anyway, so it is funny that it is the most requested voice, but it is the most, it is the dirtiest character that I do. And it's the shortest bit. Like, it's literally, you're not going to have Connery just reading, like, you know, a huge old page of, of script. It's like he, he pops on for five to 10 seconds and that's it. That's it. You can't have him do more than that because then it just ruins it. You know? You can't be like, here, I got a, a box of wheat thins right here. You can't have him going like, that's right, all hail, 100% whole grain wheat thins. 100% awesome with its baked thin goodness and indescribably delicious taste. That's right. Speaking of delicious taste, I banged your mother last night. Yeah, maybe you can do it. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. Connery DeHuff reads random things and turns it into banging your mom. That's a new thing, okay? Have me read something random, it could, like apparently a Wheat Thins box, which I love Wheat Thins, and then we can, do, we can you know, turn it into banging somebody's mom. But I always think it's funny when people are like, hey, do Connery DeHuff, and there's like a bunch of little kids around. I'll be like, nah, no, I'm not gonna, not gonna. Or your wife is right there, and she has no idea who I am. And then I'm going to be like, is that your wife? Oh, she is a hot piece of ass. I'd love to bang her. Be like, well, uh-huh. 
because I can't control the way my brain works. I'm so in the moment on those things, and it's so like improv. Like my brain's gonna go sideways very quickly, and I'm afraid. I'm sometimes I'm afraid to do impressions. It's okay to ask me if you see me around town or whatever. It's okay to ask me to do a voice, but just understand who's around. Who's around? If there's children around, I probably don't want to talk about the B. Connery. Unless I whisper it in your ear and be like, Hello there. I banged your mother last night. Is she walking okay? (laughs) (laughs) My son always lately has been asking me to do the Shaggy or uh, uh, Scooby-Doo and Shaggy. He'd be like, Rut row. Good one, Raggy. Then I'll be like, like, man, I'm totally confused. <laughs> like, oh. <laughs> and we were just like, we were making breakfast this morning, and he was trying to do it, and I'm like, oh, man. Like, you, it's like you're going through puberty. I can't do Matthew McConaughey anymore. I, I feel like every time I try to do it, I just fuck it up. Be like, hey, listen here, Turbo. The universe is quite a mystery. Can't do any more. That's right. He's kind of like, I don't know what I was going to (laughs) say. Anyway, all right, we got some more from the mailbag. This comes in from Matthew in Lansing, Michigan. Pretty cool. He says, hey, Scotty, the podcast you put together provides me entertainment from time to time. Thank you for that. I grew up in Broomfield as well. What a wonderfully white place to grow up. Go Eagles. And it was pretty white. Probably still is very white. Anyhow, I've been watching baseball movies lately because it's summer and all. Still got to rewatch The Natural. That's probably the best. But what else is really out there? 42 or 61 are great. Jackie Robinson and Roger Maris, really good. Just watched Bull Durham again. It's fun. I like the psychological aspect. Moneyball, fantastic. Gotta say, though, I love League of Their Own. That fucking movie brought something out of me the last time I watched it. I was laughing. I was bawling my eyes out. We all know Field of Dreams and Major League are great, but I would like to shine a light on what I consider one of the best baseball movies ever, A League of Their Own. Your thoughts, Sir Scott, host with the most. First of all, thanks for listening. I really appreciate that, Matthew from Lansing. Uh, Here's the thing. Probably not the direction you thought I was going to go with this. But I, I I hate sports movies for the most part. But that being said, when I watch League of Their Own, I just it's just a good movie. You can't help but like it. And I always I always love this. And I don't have the audio, but maybe I'm kind of I, I liked it before this incident happened. John Lovitz is one of my favorite actors. He's just funny. He, he's just. I just enjoy watching him. He's obviously in Field of Dreams. He came in studio when it was Mike Evans and Nate Lundy, Vic Lombardi, and we used to do a bit that I created called acting. And that's where we would not tell the listener what scene we're acting or what movie it was from, but the hosts would act it out. And then you would have to call in and guess, and most likely we'd have a prize that you could win. It was kind of, It was a fun thing. And it was always fun when you could get one of the guys acting as a woman where the other 
was the male role. And I, we just thought that was fun. But one day, so John Lovitz is in studio, and we asked him, be like, would you mind? Because we used to say, acting, because that's what John Lovitz used to do in one of his SNL bits. And that's where we got it from. And like, if you ask Mike, be like, if you go up to Mike Evans and you say, it's acting and he'll do it. And it, and he's reenacting what John Lovitz used to do on SNL. Anyway, Lovitz comes in studio. He's, he's doing a, a thing at comedy works in, in, uh, in Denver or, or Greenwood village. One of those anyway. So he goes in studio and we ask him to, if he would read a scene with us and him and Mike Evans read a scene together from, uh, uh, a league of their own. And it was awesome because it was the scene where they're in the barn and he's recruiting one of the ladies and he played himself and it was awesome and it was hilarious. And I have the audio somewhere and I really wasn't thinking about that. Maybe I do, maybe I don't have the audio somewhere, but it was, it was fantastic. It was one of the coolest things. And at the end, he's just like, it's acting. And he's all fools. You thought it was Nate, but it was me the whole time. And it was just, he's just a great dude. But go, circling back, Matthew, it's just, I, I, I like that movie. I don't really like movies that are just too darn serious. That being said, for I watched 42. It was a good movie. Will I watch it again? No. Will I recommend it to somebody? Yes. But... I, what I consider a great movie is a movie that I will see over and over again, and those have to be comedies. And and I can't, while I appreciate movies that are serious, I just can't watch them more than once. So I agree with you when it comes to, say, Major League and a feel, and uh, a League of Their Own. Those are just great movies that you can watch. If it's on TV, you got to watch. I don't like Bill, Bull Durham, and I know that's blasphemy, be, but it's just too old of a movie for me. I can't stand it. There's like this, it's just too too dry, too dry in between. It, I can handle like space balls and, and movies like that that are dry in between. You, know, They're not as quick paced as comedies nowadays. But for whatever reason, I just don't like Bill Durham, uh, Bull Durham that much. Listen. You can hate me all you want, but you can suck a bag of dicks, okay? Or, excuse me, don't suck them. Eat them. Eat a bag of dicks. Wow, I haven't said that in a while. Sorry. Sorry. Yeah, a lot of people get mad when I say that I don't like sports movies, but they're all kind of the same. They are, and it's like they're great stories, but I just don't like watching them that much. I don't. Fuck off. Fuck you guys for judging me, okay? Eat shit. <laughs> I fucking hate you guys, okay? Somebody also asked me on Twitter, they're like, can you have a conversation between Connery DeHuff and Cowboy DeHuff? And I think I've done that before, and I didn't write anything out, but let's see, what could they be talking about? Cowboy wants to go ride a horse and wants to know if Connery, how about that, how about Cowboy wants to go ride a horse and wants to know if Connery will go with him. Ready? All right, here we go. This is all off the top of my head. All right. Hey, Connery, you want to go uh, ride a horse up the mountain? You know what? I'm, I'm a little sore. I don't know if I want to go up and ride a horse. 
Why are you sore? Would you uh, little balls, boy? Come on, man. Get on that horse. Listen, I didn't want to say it, but I'm sore because I was banging the shit out of your mother last night. I'm sorry, cowboy, but I rode your mama like a horse last night. Well, fuck you, man. Damn, you're a dick. But I love you, Papa. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> Woo! You're welcome. Didn't think I had it in me, but I did. All right, thank you guys so much for listening. Make sure you hit that subscribe button wherever you're listening. And if you can, please give it a, a, a nice review. Sp uh, special thanks to Superbook Sports, Blake Street Tavern, and Total Beverage. I appreciate each and every one of you that listen. I really, really do. Thank you guys so much. Let's have a great day. Try to smile. Hopefully this episode put a smile on your face. Let's keep moving forward. I'll talk to you next time.